five years from now, <laughs> yeah, to the day, okay, you're walking, uh, you go into the uh, grocery store, okay, you're having uh, some guests over that night, you're gonna uh, make dinner for them, okay, what am I making? Chicken quesadillas, okay. You walk in and um, you kind of notice uh, this guy. Uh, he works there. He's like he's doing the thing where it's like people just leave like the um, the shopping carts around. Yeah, and he has to like get them together and, and put them to the the, the loading station or whatever. Yeah, he's a cart guy. He's a cart guy. I've been there. Yeah, <clears throat> you're you're reminded of the, of the first job you ever had. It was you as a uh, you were uh, you weren't a cart guy. You were a cart boy. That's how young you were. You were like um, 13 years old. Yeah. You worked at a, a grocery store called uh, Apples, Plums, and other stuff. Oh, man. Apples, Plums, and other stuff? Yeah. Eventually, oh. they stopped uh, selling plums, but it was such a known name that they couldn't change it. So they just... They just, but they stopped selling plums. Yeah, there was a plum crisis. Plum crisis, Pat. Yeah, what happened was uh, there was this uh, terrorist. He's a plum terrorist. What the fuck does that even mean? He just terrorizes, you know, nations using plums and stuff. <clears throat> His name was. Um, Antonio Marx. M A R X X X X X. Sounds like an adult film star, Pat. That's what that name sounds like. That's the only context in which that name makes sense. So, in his like organization and stuff, if you say that to him, he gets so fucking pissed. Well, change your fucking name to something that doesn't sound like it's a goddamn porn actor. You can't have more than one X in your last name without people thinking that. And well, this guy's got five. You know, this guy does. So, Antonio um, Marks. Yeah, what happened was there was a plum crisis in uh, Illinois back then. Uh, and what happened was um, he, the most popular show uh, that was on the air back yeah. then. Uh, was this show called uh, Look at That Ass. <laughs> that, that, that. It is a TV show where it was just like, Look at That Ass. Was it on Fox? <laughs> uh, it was on, uh, yeah, yeah, it was on, it was on <laughs> it Fox. It seems like it would be on Fox. Yeah, it was called Look at That Ass. And the way, and the way it worked was it was just a, um, a TV show of um, just people and it was just them showing their asses and every single person showed their ass would go look at that ass and like they weren't like they're all clothed and stuff it wasn't like uh, they it's like were a new. 30 minute is an hour long yeah, it was a two hour show it was a two hour show pat yeah it was two hours of just ass shots all yeah. clothed yeah and um that sounds fucking awful you know everyone on the show got paid and stuff it's not like it was like a how many people were? Did, how many ass shots did it take to make an episode? Hundreds. And they're paying all those people. Yeah, 
So how Antonio, much? How much? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I wasn't the producer. I'm just telling what happens. So um, Antonio Marks basically hijacked the signal, and halfway through the show, yeah, look at that ass. Uh, he was like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up, Antonio Marks here, terrorist, uh, plum terrorist, whatever the fuck that means." He goes, "Look, uh, I just want you all to know." He goes on to say that um, they he has poisoned a bunch of plums. So like, he's basically saying this to like you know cause terror. So people um, the plum community shrieks. The plum community was pretty upset about it. I bet it decimated it. So what? They just have to toss out that year's crop of plums. All of it. And uh, eventually, he uh, he was caught uh, by um, this guy, Milo Fingal, a damn good cop. (laughs) Yeah, he catches him and stuff, and he goes to jail and shit. But like. It just affected the culture of uh, of uh, Illinois that people just stopped buying plums, and so I mean for like one season, then it would come back. Yeah, but people just kind of forgot. It, it turns out plums are pretty forgettable. I I mean it's certainly not high on you know the tip of my tongue. You're a plum guy. I mean I like I like plums, but it's not like something I'm thinking about all the time. See, you used to be like super into plums, but uh, one day when I mean, you were like, in high school, yeah, you uh, walked into. Uh, to school and stuff yeah and you're enjoying a nice plum nice crisp plum crisp cold there's there's few things Juicy better plum. than a cold and crisp plum you think that to yourself <clears throat> i mean that too man yeah no for real yeah you think that to yourself when you're in high school and you start to kind of like it's almost like you start skipping you're so happy my mouth's watering thinking about it and then uh you skip and uh you land on like this kid's skateboard and you skateboard down the hallway and you start screaming and the plums go everywhere and you yell, my plums. How many plums am I carrying? 35. What? How? Where? Why? You had them in a little bag. You, you call it your plum pack. <laughs> my plum pack? Yeah. And it said PP on it. God damn it. I'm and just eating almost three dozen plums a day. No, not a day. You, you just kind of have them there for when you, you have, a, you have a, what you call a, uh, a plum a plum attack. A plum attack. When I have a plum attack, I leave. I reach into my plum pack. And you just grab a plum. And dude. I grab a plum. So what happens, reason, But I need to have over 30 of them with me. I mean, you don't need to, but you believe in thinking ahead. So you God end up, the plums it, go everywhere. You scream, my plums. And then you uh, crash into like the end of the hallway. You crash through the doors. You keep I, going. I deserve it. You uh, eventually, like, uh, the skateboard trips up and you go flying 30 feet. You actually, uh, it goes out to the football uh, field and you actually, like, your body goes through the uh, the three-point. The uprights? Yeah. And you land and, like, there was just, like, this guy standing there and he, and he just goes, like, holy shit. And he goes, and everyone's, like, looking at him and he just goes, it's good. And it's just, everyone starts laughing. Man. How the fuck did I launch myself over the three-point bar? You're going really fast. So uh, what happens the is- The goalpost, the three-point bar. Nobody has, Nobody's ever called it a three-point bar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what else do you call it? Goalpost? <laughs> Nobody called it a three-point bar. That was so fucking dumb. Well, you know what's funny is that you said that, and I just, went, I just didn't even think twice about yeah. it. Yeah. So anyway, that was- on uh, <laughs> <laughs> the three-point bar 
So dumb. <laughs> so anyway. And like what's weird is that like ever since then it's you good. always think of it as the three point bar. <laughs> There's just something about it. So anyway, you kind of have this like weird memory about the whole plum thing. Uh, so, you know, you're like hanging out, you know, getting things done again. This is like a couple of years down the road. Yeah. You're walking, you see a, uh, penny on the ground. Yeah. Do you pick it up? No, I, <clears throat> no, I'm not going to pick, I'm not going to pick a penny up. I'm not somebody who picks up change. Yeah. You know? And uh, you kind of like maybe a quarter if I needed a quarter sure. or something. And you, you keep walking past that penny and you think to yourself, one day, you don't know where, where that thought comes from. So you're in the grocery store. Wait, you, do I feel drawn to this penny? Kind of, yeah. Then I will probably pick it up. I mean, if, I, if I'm feeling drawn towards it or pulled to it, yeah, I would pick it up. You pick it up and instead of uh, Lincoln, it's your face. Great. Okay. And you think to yourself like, what the fuck? And yeah, then what the fuck, Pat? This guy bumps into you. Great. Right as you're about to walk into the grocery store. And uh, the penny goes flying and you forget about it because you look at this guy, and you think to yourself, how do I know you? And he kind of looks at you. And you can tell that he's kind of going like, how do we know each other? And then you just kind of like nod. He nods at you and you go, got any plums? He's like, yeah, aisle nine. Walks away. So he's an employee. Yeah. You go to aisle nine. There's no plums there. This guy was just fucking with you. Great. So um, why would they be? Why would they be where they would be all the time? Near the other stone fruits. You know. Yeah. Why would they be next? Where they should fucking be? I mean, you go. You, you know, you you do eventually get the plums and stuff. It's not like you Are know. They're, they're in the they're in the produce department. Sure. Why the fuck would they? Why would I need to ask anybody that? You haven't been to this grocery store before. Yeah, but I would know that a fruit would be in the fruit department. Yeah, but you kind of had this weird moment when you guys were just bumping into each other and staring at each other. God, and like you just it, had Pat. to break the uh, the weird silence. And you get your plums and stuff, and um, you look down and you realize, oh, wow, it's April 20th, 420. And you go, huh, that date sounds significant. And you go, why is that date significant? And you kind of go, well, whatever, I'll figure, you know, you kind of put out your mind. Has marijuana been legalized at this point in the future? No. Man. You, uh. Five years? Get your plums, you get your other stuff. You drive home. Halfway there, you slam on your brakes and you pull over. Why? You remember how you know that guy. How? Three years ago, there was a um, a great war that happened. It ravaged the entire country. Three years ago from that moment, so two years from now. Sure, yeah. There was a, <clears throat> a huge war between uh, people, the right-handed people and the left-handed people. Yeah, and uh, the, the right-handed people, there's there's much more of them. Yeah, but the left-handed people, they have like. A lot more advanced weapons and stuff like they're they're, they're stronger. Oh, so. why? There's no correlation, Pat. I mean, well, if there's no correlation, then why did it happen? 
So what happened is Jesus there was this huge Christ. war, and it kind of tore this country apart. And um, you were in, you were basically drafted into this like uh, this group of soldiers and stuff. Why would I be a fucking soldier? Because it was a civil dude. You had to. It, w- it wasn't like I don't want to. I don't give a shit if you're right-handed or left-handed. I don't care. Yeah, but dude, I mean, look, you're Why swept. He- you're swept into this. I mean, you think most. You think, uh, you know, uh, these peasants in Russia who were drafted in World War II gave a shit about all the stuff happening? They didn't know. They didn't give a fuck about France. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you sometimes get caught up in these things. And even though you don't. I don't want to fight my own countrymen. Sure. You know? So what ends up happening is my friends who were left-handed. Dude, it is a brutal war. And only now do you feel like the country is finally healing. But the only thing is that. You don't, no one remembers that this war happened. What? No one knows. What happens is the war fights for a while. You're drafting this elite group of fighters. Elite, I'm an elite fighter. Yeah. How, Pat? Um, it turns out you always had that inside you. And Man, you never so tried to, uh, to, you just had no idea. How, how could you know? And it turns out that like when, when a sword is put in your hands, it's like Picasso is painting with blood. When a gun is in your hands, when a f- when you have someone in your sights, it's like an angel <clears throat> flying by the sun. It's like I've shot a gun before, Pat. Yeah, but it turns out that you had all this ability, all these abilities that you and until you were actually put in this position, you had no idea you could do any of this stuff. And so you were put in this elite uh, fighting group. Called I'm su- the, I suddenly become an elite fighter. Yeah, you're put in this group called the Fighting Friends. Oh god! And uh, what happens is we you die had, immediately. No, you had this epic struggle where you had to f- you had to kill so many people that lefties, lefties. You had to kill the lefties. Uh, and you had all this like crazy traumatic adventures and all this stuff. However, and you don't know what exactly happens. All you remember is that in the closing days of this war, yeah, okay, you are in the left hand stronghold, okay, which is where? Uh, it is in Richmond, Virginia. Hmm. The, the right coast. Sure. Right by the James River. You were in that stronghold, and it's like you and like your group, the fighting friends. Yeah. And uh, you guys have been fighting together so long that you guys can like talk without even saying anything. Yeah. You look at like, you know, your right hand man, uh, Jimmy Graveyard, and you can just look at him and you kind of like raise your eyebrows a little bit, and he knows exactly what you're saying. Like, you guys are in tune, We're tight, dude. And um, the fighting friends. You you lost several men that day. Yeah, in a crazy fucking like it was it was just been a crazy day, uh, and you get to that uh, that stronghold, you kick down the door, and um, and you know that like once I get inside here, all I have to do is complete my mission, and we can end this war. Yeah, the mission is like tell it's like, it's like downloaded to your brain directly. Yeah. You kick down the door and. Um, the only people in the stronghold are a bunch of like um, 
left-handed uh, orphans. Yeah. They're all wearing these weird. They kind of look like uh like 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 did you ever see the X-Men movie where they have the, that Cerebro? Yeah. That weird little helmet that the helmet. So they're all wearing these strange helmets that are connected to these wires that are leading up to this like giant machine that glows yellow. And you realize that these left-handed orphans are powering the left-handed uh rebellion. And they look up at you, you look at them. And with a horrified look on your face, you know what you must do. Shoot the machine. Well, you don't shoot the machine. Why not? I mean, if I fuck up that machine, the machine's not going to work. Then they can't, nothing can get power to it. Sure. And I don't have to shoot 20 orphans. You say that, but you get that like the like like the mission downloaded directly to your brain. You know what the mission is. It fades to white, and you forget everything. I just murdered twenty orphans. I mean, I don't know. That's the insinuation here, Pat. It's yeah. That's I mean, who knows? I have no idea what happened. You yeah, you don't okay. even know. And basically, what's happened every year since then is that um, the powers that be after the war was ended, they just rebuilt everything. Everything went back to normal, and they wiped the memories of every single person in America. But whenever it gets close to the date of uh, when you single-handedly stopped the war, you kind of remember stuff. And you realize that fucking guy that you bumped into. Was a lefty? No, no, no. He was a member of the Fighting Friends. Oh, man. And you think to yourself, like, how did we, and did we go through with it? Did we kill these fucking children? What did sure we do? It seems like we did. Well, you don't know. You have no idea. All you know is that you, I mean, they the told war you end, to. The war ended. They told it? you, basically, they told you to. That was the mission, Pat. It faded to white. So you don't know, but you, yeah, but, but, but the war ended. But you also, know what I mean? Sure. But you had me kill all those kids. Well, you think to yourself, like, but did I kill them? Did I kill the machine? It sure what? sounds like I did. Well, you don't know. You think to yourself, like, maybe I shot the machine. I don't really know what happened. You have no idea. I and tried that, and I was told otherwise. You were told otherwise, but who knows what ended up happening. God damn it, Pat. So you pull over, and you're, like, freaking out. What do you do? I have no fucking idea what I do. I have no goddamn idea. I'm remembering murdering 20 innocent children you don't remember mirroring you don't have that memory well i remember the moment up until i pull the fucking trigger and then everything ominously goes white and the war's over the war of hands the war of hands god damn it yeah i'm convinced that i killed 20 orphans because that's 100 percent what happened in that scenario do you go do you go back and talk to the guy do i know who he is you remember his name which is Earl. Earl what? Earl Girl. His name is Earl Girl. <sighs> Do I know how to find Mr. Girl? He was at, he worked at the grocery store. Oh, he, that's right. He works there. What do you do? I guess I would go back. Yeah. I guess I would go back and say, excuse me, this is a weird question. Does the phrase fighting friends mean anything to you? You think that to yourself. You drive back and uh, like, you know, you pull into the the uh, parking lot, get out of the car. You kind of walk towards 
the entrance. You see that penny again. That same fucking penny with my face on it? Yeah. Yeah, I pick it up again. Now, instead of your face, the face of a demon. Great. Instead of in God we trust, it says, you've been chosen. Your phone rings. What do you do? I disregard it, and I go into the store. So I'm, here, I'm here to find our old girl. And you see him. He's kind of he's in. Uh, he's kind of uh, restocking the uh, the magazine section. Yeah. What magazine is he holding? Um, he is holding an issue of um, Boys Life. Yeah, but it's sort of an offshoot of Boys Life. Oh yeah called men's life seems like a totally different magazine pat i gotta be honest with you dude it is if there is some intense stuff in there uh men's life teaches you a lot of stuff it teaches you um uh, how to uh, circumcise a child uh if need be it teaches what? yeah it teaches you um how to absorb the uh moon's energy in case there's some kind of problem um teaches you um the seven words that will cause a singularity so what do you do it's put away men's life it's mostly men's life i say i walk up to him and i say excuse me sir he turns and he goes yeah i go i uh, this is a weird question you look like somebody that i used to know does the term fighting friends mean anything to you? He stares at you for what feels like an eternity. Yeah. His eyes well with tears. And he goes, oh, thank God, Aaron. And he gives you a big hug. He goes, I'm going to be off work in 15 minutes. He goes, I remember it all, Aaron. And you can tell that he's trying to like keep it together. Earl girl. Earl girl. Uh, he's trying to like not just like freak out, and he goes, yeah. "Aaron, I know that there's gaps in your memory." He goes, "He goes, I remember it all, Aaron." He goes, "I know what we did." He goes, "Will you meet me in 15 minutes?" Yes. He looks at you, and like he just like like you notice that like you kind of teared up a little bit. Yeah. He wipes those tears away. I buy a copy of Men's Life, and I sit down on a bench. He goes, I'll meet you at uh, Applebee's. There's an Applebee's right next to the uh, okay. the grocery store. So what do you uh, do? I buy a copy of Men's Life. Sure. And I go into that Applebee's. Do you have a plan for when he shows up? Or like, no, I'm just going to talk to him. Yeah. You know, I, I get a table. The waiter walks over. He goes, hey, my name is uh, Julian... Why do I need to know their last name? Jankovic. I'm going to be your ambassador to Flavorsville today, my friend. He goes, this guy sucks, Pat. This guy sucks so bad immediately. He goes, do you want someone to, to eat or No, I got, I'm waiting on one other person. Can I get a, uh, an ice water, please? And he goes, right away, sir. Thank you. Turns around. He comes back like pretty quickly with that water. Yeah. Puts it down in front of you. Thank you. We got one more on the way. And he goes. It'll probably be 10, 15 minutes. He goes, oh, okay. No, no problem. 
He turns around, walks away. You look into this glass of water, and there's a bunch of ice in it. Yeah. And you stare at it, and for a moment, it's almost like you can hear the gears of the earth turning. And then you hear, hey, Aaron. Son of a bitch. Hey, Aaron. Son of a bitch. Over here, buddy. You turn to your right, and um, there is uh, this guy. He's, he's you know, he has like an appetizer that he, he ordered an appetizer, and he started to eat it halfway through. His food came, so he kind of stopped paying attention. Yeah. It's like a bunch of like fried uh, pickles. Yeah. And one of the fried pickles is like, you don't know how else to explain it. It's like it's looking at you. Are you spears or chips? They're spears. All right. And um, it's and you kind of go, what the hell? And you blink, and suddenly it's like this fried pickle has like googly eyes. God damn it! Yeah. And he, and he goes over here, Aaron. It's me, Bill the Dill, and I'm here to get you out of your pickle. What do you do? What? What are you what are you talking about? So now when you look back at him, he doesn't look fried anymore. He looks like a normal pickle. Yeah. He still has those googly eyes. Yeah. Uh now he has like a giant like uh smile. Yeah. The smile kind of extends like out of frame almost. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. to explain it. And so you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he goes, I can help you with your memory. I don't know if I want to remember. Also, my friend's coming here, and he's just going to tell me everything. He goes, he's no friend of yours, buddy. Now, he, it's like he's wearing a leather jacket. God damn it, Bill. And what's crazy about it is now you look at Bill the Dill, and you have no idea how you didn't notice this, but he has just a thick oh, God. jet black pompadour. So gross. You smell the pomade. Don't say it like that. He goes, Aaron, he's going to betray you. He goes, we accept my help, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I feel like some sort of kinship with this person. Yeah. And like, there's clearly I'm being drawn to them. They say they have information for me. He knew my name. He said my name to me. He goes, he's the only one that remembers everything, buddy. <laughs> so he and he can, smiles, and that smile just goes even further out of frame. So he can help me. Well, he's basically saying, like, don't trust this guy. Why? What's, where's, where's the proof? And he goes, I'll get your proof later. No, he's coming here in like 15 minutes. The door opens. This guy walks. All right, he'll give me proof later, I guess. And he goes, Earl girl, Earl girl walks over and he uh, sits down and he kind of looks over and like, he'd like, he's definitely looking at the, the fried pickles. Yeah. But like Bill the Dill's gone. Yeah. I said, what are you doing? And he goes, what? And he goes, what? He goes, sorry. No, I just, sometimes I just, you know, stare off in the space. He goes, Aaron, he goes, what do you remember about our war? I remember moments before blowing away 20 orphans who were hooked up to some brain machine that was powering everything. 
I remember fighting it and thinking I should shoot the machine and then something overriding in my brain. And that's the last thing I remember. But I am going to go ahead and say that we killed 20 of those kids. He goes, do you remember killing those children? No, I don't remember killing those children. I remember everything up to that point. And then the mission told us what we had to do. And then we were clearly victorious. It didn't want me to shoot the 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 machine yeah. they kept saying oh you know what you have to do the insinuation there is kill those fucking kids and he goes and did you i don't know i don't remember it he sticks out his thumb his thumb touches that space in between the bridge of the nose you know in between your yeah. eyes and suddenly you remember what happened yeah and then your head explodes. Great. Good. <sighs> the last thing you hear is, uh, I could have helped you, Aaron. <laughs> well, I asked for fucking proof, Bill. What do you want me to do? What the fuck was I supposed to do? Blood goes everywhere. Dude. What was I supposed to do? <coughs> Cops get called. Um, it, <coughs> it turns into this like crazy ass firefight, but uh, between the cops and Earl girl. Uh, several of the police officers uh, are, are killed. Uh, most of them get put in the hospital. Uh, Earl, the girl, also is, uh, is, is is fatally wounded. And um, the last uh, thing that he says, and by this point, like by this point, rather, the uh, media showing up. There's like people with the cameras and stuff yeah. like that, reporters, and they actually record uh, his last uh, thing, or rather, his last uh, sentence said out loud. And he goes, uh, he goes. I did it for my country. He goes, you have no, you, you have no right to, you have no right. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've been through. And he bleeds out. You never find out. You remember exactly what happened, but then your head explodes. So you Great. don't really remember. Great. So. But, you know, the world's back to normal again. Fuck you. Fuck you.